morning, folks. It's Monday, March the 16th at 2015, and you're listening to Waken Apostrophe Up with Danny. Hope you guys are doing well today. It's a beautiful spring morning. You can probably hear the birds chirping outside of my studio. Can't do nothing about them. They're a menace, folks. And March 16th is things today. Today is Curlew Day, Freedom of Information Day. Today is also Goddard Day, Lips. Appreciation Day, National Artichoke Heart Day, St. Urho's Day, and the Well Elderly or Welderly Day. Lips Appreciation Day. How about that? I'll do it. It's time for the weather. Springworth to start the new week will only be a tease for the Midwest and Mid-Atlantic as fresh cool air will eventually win out. The warmth encompassing the plains will expand eastward to the Midwest and Mid-Atlantic through Monday, while widespread record highs will not be broken as will be the case across the central plains Monday. Feel more like May in Green Bay, Wisconsin, Chicago, St. Louis, Detroit, Indianapolis and Cincinnati. Farther to the east, April-like warmth will have those in Pittsburgh, New York City, Philadelphia, Washington, D.C., and Richmond, Virginia, catching spring fever. That is especially true following Sunday's chilly winds. Let's focus on some key areas. Santa Clara, California, the Bay Area, is currently sitting at 54 degrees. Look for highs today around 74 Sunshine, cool nights, no rain forecasted. How about that? Asheville, North Carolina, currently sitting at 45 degrees. Look for a high of 74 and sunshine today. Look out for Thursday and Friday, expecting rain and slightly cooler temperatures. Nice weekend, though, Saturday, Sunday, expecting 60s and partly cloudy skies. In Chicago, the windy city, sunshine all week long. Look for a high of 74 today. Cooling off throughout the week, though. Look for highs in the upper 40s and mid-50s throughout the week. And a cool weekend down near 45. News. and things. It's time for the news. What does it all mean? News. around the world. It's time for the news. Nevada's top election official gave the go-ahead Monday to two initiatives for the 2016 ballot. One to allow recreational marijuana use, the other to tighten background checks for anyone buying guns from private sellers and gun show exhibitors. Proponents led by Democratic State Senator Richard The Tick Sigerblom of Las Vegas and Joe Bresny, a former Republican Party official who now heads the Nevada Cannabis Industry Association, hailed Miller's decision. And here's some weird news. An 11-year-old boy at Bedford Middle School was suspended for 364 days after being caught with a substance that tested negative for marijuana. At first blush, it sounds like an open and shut school disciplinary matter in a zero-tolerance age. Some school children claim another student bragged about having marijuana. They inform school administrators an assistant principal finds a leaf and a lighter in the boy's knapsack. Student is suspended for a year. A sheriff's deputy files marijuana possession charges in juvenile court. All of the above and more happened last September to the 11-year-old son of Bedford County residents Bruce and Linda Bays. He was a sixth grader in a gifted and talented program at Bedford Middle School. There was only one problem. Months after the fact, the couple learned that the substance wasn't marijuana at all. 
A prosecutor dropped the juvenile court charge because the leaf had field tested negative three times. Their son remains out of school. He's due to return Monday on strict probation. But in the meantime, the events of the past six months have wreaked havoc on the former happy-go-lucky boy's psyche. His parents say he has withdrawn socially and is now under the care of a pediatric psychiatrist for panic attacks and depression. The couple, both are school teachers, wait for it, have filed a federal lawsuit against Bedford County Schools and the Bedford County Sheriff's Office. It refers to their son only by the initials R.M.B. It alleges Bedford Middle School Assistant Principal Brian Wilson and the School Operations Chief Frederick Mack Dewey's violated his due process rights under the U.S. Constitution. And here's one. A man punched a pregnant woman, tossed her to the ground, kicked her, and told her he was going to kill her baby. Why? When she failed to thank him for opening the door, he called her an ungrateful effing bee and threw a cup of Dunkin' Donuts coffee in her face. He then picked up the 5 foot 2 inch, 110 pound woman by the neck and started choking her. During the attack, he kicked her in the stomach and crotch after throwing her to the ground. No arrests have been made and the investigation is ongoing, authorities have said. Seriously? What is wrong with people? An optimist believes we live in the best possible of worlds. A pessimist fears that this is true. Source unknown. And the word of the day, abstentious. It's an adjective meaning self-restraining, especially in eating or drinking. From the Latin astenere, to hold back, from ab, away, to near, to hold. Ultimately from the Indo-European root ten, which means to stretch, also, which gave us tense, tenet, tendon, tent, tenor, tender, pretend, extend, tenure, tetanus, hypotenuse, countenance, distend, extenuate, and tenable. The earliest documented use was 1839. Ball players have popped up at water polo, diving in softball, cheering for Canadian teammates, and downing a beer or two, unlike most of their abstentious fellow athletes. Ken McQueen, now or never. And James Madison, the fourth U.S. president, gave us this thought for the day. I believe there are more instances of the abridgment of the rights of the people by the gradual and silent encroachments of those in power than by violent and sudden usurpations. Today in history Today in history, in 1988, the U.S. sends 3,000 soldiers to Nicaragua's neighbor, Honduras. In 1968, Robert F. Kennedy announces his presidential campaign. In 1941, the National Gallery of Art opens in Washington, D.C. In 1882, the U.S. Senate ratifies the treaty establishing the Red Cross. In 1881, the Barnum and Bailey Circus debuts. Talking about life and death. 
And let's look at some birthdays. In 1946, Eric Estrada was born. In 1926, Jerry Lewis was born. And in 1912, Pat Nixon was also born. And in 1751, James Madison, old Jimmy, was born. Happy birthday. It wasn't all fun and games, though, folks. People also died. In 2003, Rachel Corey, an American activist, died. In 1998, Derek Harold Richard Barton, a British scientist, dead. In 1996, Joseph Lee Pope, the singer, dies at 62. In 1995... Albert Maurice Hackett, a playwright and screenwriter, dies at 95 years old. In 1993, Don Randolph, an actor from Harem Girl, dies of pneumonia at 87 years old. And in the year 37, Tiberius Claudius Nero, Emperor of Rome from the year 14 to the year 37, dies at 77 years old. Every day is born a new hero. Do not stand at my grave and weep. I am not there. I do not sleep. I am a thousand winds that blow. I am the diamond glint on the snow. I am the sunlight on ripened grain. I am the gentle autumn rain. When you wake in the morning hush, I am the swift, uplifting rush of quiet birds in circling flight. I am the soft starlight at night. Do not stand at my grave and weep. I am not there. I do not sleep. 
Do not stand at my grave and cry. I am not there. I did not die. Mary Fry, 1932. Well, that's going to do it this week, folks. Join me next week, March the 23rd, for another episode of Waken Up with Danny.